Welcome back, everyone, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by BetSperts, who are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. That football game was interesting, Andy. It didn't start the way we thought it would, but the second half sure looked the way we thought it would. Um, Packers just a second half team, kind of needed a break, maybe a Gatorade or something. What did you think? Yeah, good, uh, good ass, you know, kicking in the locker room like the coaches just gave him some gave him some grief like hey it's the lions they've been the lions forever guys and yeah or we talked about it on the deep dive we said hey you know the right side here is probably just to take the packers in the points like lay the points and said maybe you get a chance if they you know if they run out to a big lead to live bet detroit obviously live betting detroit at any point probably was not a winner as they did not score in the second half kind of an unfortunate turnover for backdoor hopers with the uh, mishandled fumble but yeah green bay looked good rogers won a bunch of people some fantasy matchups i'm sure as that was uh, i'm sure aaron jones did jesus he had quite the game anybody who had uh rogers over two and a half touchdown passes was very lucky about how he decided to use his first and goal from the one plays with like multiple touchdowns from what the one, two yard line is passes Aaron Jones, big day. And yeah, the total got there. Second half total did not. We tickled that under, it looked pretty bad, but uh, Detroit didn't score it's 21, nothing green Bay second half. So yeah, Detroit did turn into a pumpkin. Um, I got some Hawkinson props home. I got some Aaron Jones receiving props. Like basically when I don't bet a primetime game like this, I'll play some people's first touchdown scores and then almost everybody's props. Like if you post props in a chat I'm in and I trust you, I'm going to play it. So I said that to Drew. I'm like, I am cheering for everyone. Like I, I'm essentially at an over here because I am cheering for everything to happen all the time. But uh, yeah, it was, a lot, it was a lot of fun. It's yeah. The first touchdown score again, I, I didn't get a chance to post it. I didn't feel really too good about it. I did play a couple. Luckily I didn't share with it because uh, I didn't have whoever scored first. I think it was Cephas who got the first touchdown Jeez. or whoever like that. I think a couple people had that. So congrats if you did. Congrats if you you know had to Packers spread and were able to hold on the entire time. Apologies if you had the Lions any which way, because you're right. I'm sure a lot of people jumped in on the Lions live or grabbed them second half and stuff and uh, weren't feeling so hot. Bit of a mid-game overreaction, if you will. So that's any other thoughts on Monday Night Football before you talk to us about some golf? No, my camera went wonky. That's no fun. Obviously, I'm still here. I'm Andy somewhere in the snow of Minnesota. Behind. It is snowing. Honestly, it's going to get cold here soon. It's not going to be. Is great, it snowing so. there yet? It can't be snowing. No, already. no, no. I mean, we've had snow in <laughs> we've had snow in September. We've had snow, plenty of snow in October before. But no, uh, no more thoughts. I'll have some. I think I'm doing like a chat on the Fantasy Life app today. I'll go over my updated power rankings. I pretty much have those done, and from there. Watch this. Let's see if this works. Boom, boom. My back. Oh, look at that. I fixed it. But yeah, more Ryder Cup bets. I'm going to make way too many Ryder Cup bets because the shit doesn't start till like Friday. And they are putting up a lot of fun prop markets. So I'm probably going to have a few more of these. Um, today, I found some handicaps. Today, tomorrow. The points. This is just, this match is going to be close. I do believe I've, I've bet Europe plenty. This match is going to be close. This covers me in the event of a draw with Europe plus two and a half, minus 125. I believe I found this at FanDuel or DraftKings. Both these are FanDuel DraftKings. I played plus two and a half, minus 125. That is the final points tally. I still think Europe wins. I still think they are 
a better team, even though the individuals for the U.S. are very good. So I am going to play that, adding on to my Europe position. So this will hurt when it's like U.S. And if the USA wins by a lot, I'll just become a, a really big Patriot. Ah, for the last, USA. so I was looking to see. I mean, the two and a half. Like it seems like that's relevant sometimes. The last few, it has not. Um, I was looking no, twenty fourteen. No, Europe by five, 2016, U.S. by six, 2018, Europe by seven. But you go back, the previous years were a lot closer. It seems like it comes in bunches, like 95, 97, 99 were all one point or one or two points. Actually, 91, 93, really the 90s, actually, Andy. Let's hope we have like an, eight, an 80s, 90s style Ryder Cup based on what I'm looking. But that's a really interesting thing to think about, like total points. Oh. That's, that's a lot of moving pieces. Are, have you thought about any moments to maybe hedge out or buy out or matches for, you know, maybe the last two days where if Europe has a lead, maybe you're starting to pick off some stuff or something like that. Oh yeah. If Europe has a lead and I get a big U S number, I might take that because tides can turn on Sunday. Sunday is the most fun. I'm very much, right, very much Sunday's going great. to enjoy watching uh, NFL Sunday and I'm going to have to get more monitors going because I'm going to have to have Ryder cup going in. I might have to just go buy a TV, honestly. But I'm playing that. I'll have some more. Honestly, I, I came up with some more matchups. I just didn't put them on this uh, thing because I ran out of time for the production crew to get this <laughs> together. But I, I came up with a banger for tomorrow. tomorrow already. Yeah, there is there is a banger that's ready for tomorrow. But I'm going to play Rory over Xander. And, yes, I've been cold on Rory. I've not liked some of the things he's done with his drive. He developed a bit of a miss with his drive. It, it did fix itself a little during the summer. But he is good. He's still a very good golfer. And the way his the way he talks, he cares more about the Ryder Cup than the Olympics. Like, he has more European pride than Northern Irish pride. Some of the quotes around him going to the Olympics seems like he didn't give a shit. Whereas this, he he does seem like he's excited. Rory has played in six straight Ryder Cups. He has a winning record overall. Xander, you, you want to guess on Ryder Cup record for Xander? One and something. Never played. Rookie. This shouldn't be. This shouldn't <laughs> no, be. No, it's supposed to be zero and something. Should have yeah, trusted myself. Should, I, it was a, I know. I throw two qu trick questions at you. But, yes, he is one of the six rookies that will be playing for the U.S. team. I'm going to pick off some of these because it is a different kind of golf. This is not, this is obviously not quite match play, not quite stroke play against a big field. This is, this is uh, people focused in on your round. You're just you and you and Rory going down the stretch, which honestly they might not be matched up against each other the whole tournament, but this is total points that they score in their individual and four ball and four some matchups. So this is the points that they will score for their team over the tournament. So I'm going to fade some rookies and take some guys who have decent records with some experience in this tournament. Are you expecting any edge here simply that Rory is probably going to play every opportunity he has? Where Xander, you know, if he has a rough start, they might give him a, a section off or something like that. I mean, I assume that puts you way out ahead. That is a that is a good point. I have to double check this, but I believe Rory has played every match possible. He's well, I guess like more 11, matches. He 11, might lose 9, points. and 4 over 6. So that's 24. Yeah, he's played all 24. He's played 24 over the 6. I don't know if that's all of them, but he he does play quite a bit. They're not going to hold him back. So especially when it's like, oh, Rory or Wiesberger. So yeah, Rory is probably going to play all of them. And that probably does help him too because total points, if you can have one, you get a half point. So Rory by the hook, that would be fine. Minus 110. That price is a little light. I'd like Rory to be a bigger favorite. Took that there. 
Yeah, I dig that quite a bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna find that and poke around, see what I can do with that. Uh, there is this is a fun tournament, like you said. I mean, the Ryder Cup Sunday. I know everyone is gonna be watching football, but have a second monitor, have something put up there to the side because it, it just it does get really exciting. And I know football is great, but from time to time it lags. No, I'm, yeah, for sure. I'm gonna be watching a lot of golf, especially in that four o'clock uh, slot where if you don't have any package, you only get one game. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Is this the city from the one Avengers movie where is this the city from Age of Ultron that gets like lifted up in the air? Oh gosh. Um, the the tennis tournament you're betting. Or was that yeah, no, I know. Tournament? I'm trying to think about that. I don't think it is. I don't think that's a real city. Either way, more more Strava. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll look it up. I'll look it up while you talk about that. Otherwise, I was trying to pull it up real quick. I thought I could get to it while you were kind of filling in there. But you you do that. I'll talk about some tennis. Yes, we're back in Ostrava, which is in the Czech Republic. May or may not have been destroyed, interrupted by the uh, Ultron as part of the Avengers movie. But a um, couple bets from yesterday that haven't started yet. I don't know what's going on. This is going to be the longest first round in the history of the WTA. Uh, it looks like they're finished the first round tomorrow. Um, the two matches we talked about yesterday, Farrow and Teichman are first round matches. But we'll add a second round match, which is also hypothetically tomorrow. Maybe it'll be tomorrow. Who knows? Um, Sarah Sorab is Tormo. Again, someone that um, I historically have liked to go against on hard courts. Having a really nice season, especially indoors like we are uh, this week. She's playing Belinda Bencic. Bencic has playing some very nice tennis. Um, she deserves to be favored here. But with Tormo having played a first-round match and have a little bit of tennis under her belt, Bencic had a bye in the first round. Curious to see what her level looks like. Again, tends to struggle later in the season, but has had a little better year than she's had in the past. So we'll see. I mean, but a plus 190, I have this close to a plus 140, plus 150 myself. So happy to grab plus 190. There's slightly better numbers out there. And again, from yesterday, Fiona Farrow, plus 100. There might still be some plus 100s out there. I was starting to see some minuses pop up earlier today. She's playing Allison Risk. Allison Risk coming off her best week of tennis all season. I'm happy to kind of go against her and expect kind of a return to form, if you will. And then Jill Teichman. Um, you know, plus 205 we got yesterday. I'm seeing some plus 190s. Uh, I think down to plus 190s, okay. Not too much further than that, frankly. Uh, she's got Angelique Kerber, again, a very good player. Someone that deserves to be favored in this match, but um, someone who's looked fatigued, who's looked like she's kind of winding down for the year. So happy to go against her in Ostrava. And we do have some more bets in Columbus, but did, were you able to figure out if Ostrava was in an Avengers movie? or Sokovia. Sokovia was the city. And not a real place. Say, that sounds about right. It's one of my favorite things to do from time to time. There's a lot of Czech players that have OVA at the end of their name. In fact, I know, Andy, one of your favorite YouTube videos is Sam Stoser versus the OVAs. From time to time, we do an OVA parlay. And uh, it's it's it, it's tough to, tough to remember them all. You can easy to get them confused. But Columbus, again, this is a challenger event. It's 125K. It might be listed different depending on which book you're at. So apologies, you got to poke around a little bit. You might have to. On Lee is going to be playing. This match is, should be tomorrow against Harriet Dart. Um, was able to get minus 130, actually a little bit better than that. Some 35s coming up. I have her minus 165, almost minus 170 here against Harriet Dart. Dart had a nice kind of week last week, maybe about the week before or so. But Lee has been the much better player all year against a better um average ranking against a better talented crop of players we're back in north america where she generally does well happy to take her here might also try to lay some games um as these pop up um, 
again, it's a smaller event, so it's going to be tougher to find. But minus 130 looks good. I would play this out to minus 140. And then from yesterday, just to touch on this, we're in North America, as I mentioned. Plus 115, I'm seeing plus 110. That's fine, too, for Zerazu against Coco Vandeweghe. Happy to go against uh, the tour veteran uh, with a younger player who's been playing some solid tennis and generally does very well here in North America. So um, another pick from yesterday, but a couple of new ones. Again, it's tough this week, Andy, with these events. I'm not really sure what they're doing. They're taking their sweet time on the first round. Columbus is a real city, too. That's a real it place. It's in Ohio. Also featured in a movie. Um, Zombieland. That's where the That's right. Facebook kid is from. That's correct. Um, no NFL tonight, <laughs> but lots of NFL this week. I've mentioned this numerous times. I will be probably teasing some games. I started ranking the teaser legs, and this is this rank rankings are subject to change, but there are so many. And I know not every book is going to have it. them in the perfect teaser zone. Some of these aren't going to be. There's very. It's going to be very hard right now to find a Tampa plus one and a half. Most places are plus one pick. There are going to be stale lines. And also, it's tough to find the line you want. And then also at a book who has good odds on a teaser. There are people out there who are paying minus 140 for six-point teasers. Don't do that. Don't do that. If that's what you're paying, yeah. just don't play them. Find another book or don't do it. But yeah, don't do it. It, is, it was a absolute dearth of teaser legs last. You just you couldn't. It was Cincy and nobody. Like some people tease Green Bay down. I don't hate that, even though it's not true Wong. But. I mean, there are like six or seven true long uh, legs right now. Buffalo's nine at most places. You can get Buffalo from eight and a half to two and a half. That's probably my favorite one of the week. They're at home. It's, you know, it's not the worst backup quarterback, but Buffalo probably didn't play as well as the score showed. They're still much, much better than Washington. They should get this win at home. Same thing with Cleveland. I don't know what the situation for the quarterback there is in Chicago. Either way, I don't think it matters. Cleveland minus seven and a half to minus one and a half and a six point teaser is a gem. Those are both home favorites. That's kind of the best way to go is home. Anybody at home, even if it is a home dog, home dog with a decent defense helps. Uh, road favorites aren't as good, but Arizona is playing the Jags. I actually have the Jags as my worst ranked team right now. I have officially put them pretty much in a dead heat with Houston. So Arizona <laughs> minus seven and a half to Minus one and a half is a good one. Carolina Thursday. It is officially, as Dan announced in the chat, it is officially the David Mills, Davis Mills. So he hits his alter ego. Davis. Davis Mills. Davis Mills. Starting rookie head coach, rookie quarterback on a Thursday night, short time to prepare. Carolina down to one and a half is not a bad look. Non Wong, but still in the realm of Teddy Covers and the Jets. Jets, this might be the best defense the Jets have had to face yet. <laughs> They're bad, and it has been rough. It's been a rough look from their young quarterback. So Denver from 10.5 down to 4.5. You don't get to cross the 3, but you still cross the 10 and the 7, which is pretty solid in my book. 10 is becoming more modal as the totals are higher the last few years and scoring is up. Uh, Baltimore is a Wong, minus 8.5 to 2.5. That's one where you're going to see a lot of 9s. You might have to hunt to find that. But Detroit off a short week, having to face a Baltimore team, the only qualm with that is Baltimore's off a really big win. Hard to back them. That's why I tease them rather than lay it. Like I said, Tampa's going to be tough to find the plus one and a half to seven and a half. Yeah, I'm but not even that. even a one to seven isn't bad, or yeah, a one and a six and a half point teaser. If you pay, if you can get minus one twenty on a six and a half, you can play nines and ones in that. 
And then the last one would be Minnesota two to eight. I actually, I already have bet Seattle. I like Seattle a lot versus this defense. This would be a lower one. Like I said, Minnesota is at home, which helps. But in a dog teaser, I really, really, really like having somebody with a semblance of a defense to keep it close. Like you saw what happened with uh, Atlanta. You know, obviously didn't tease them out to fucking 18 or whatever, but they wouldn't have covered a teaser, I don't believe. It was, they lost by like 23. It was, when you have a bad defense and you're throwing pick sixes and just bad things happen to you, it's it's going to be hard to cover these. So Minnesota's probably a non-starter for me, especially since I'm already on the other side. But yeah, hit me with your teasers. Giorgio says Green Bay from three to nine. Don't hate that. And yeah, Green Bay, Green Bay up at four and the over at 47. Yeah, I don't get too wild with totals, but yeah, do, do what you will. Those are mine. I like it. I'm going to poke around and try to put some of those together. Like you said, it's one of those things you really need to shop around for, not only to find this minus 110, but also the right numbers. So that's a good list to start with. I'm sure people can kind of weed it down and, you know, at least find one or two. What do you think? Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, just du jour. Mix and match, round round. I was going to say, are you round robbing them all? Are you going to do one big guy, a little bit of each? Do you have a general plan? Just everything with Buffalo? Yeah, I'm going to do a bunch of small ones. It'll be a like a 17 teaser week. I can dig I'm that. not scared. <laughs> I know. That's why I like that. No NBA games see how excited tonight, you are. are there? No, no, still yeah, still a couple the weeks. I'm seeing on the side then. Like four weeks, I think. About four weeks or something until we, we have NBA. Why am I seeing NBA that. prop on my rundown then? What's, uh, what's, uh, <laughs> what's the scuttlebutt here, Alex? I don't know. It's... You know, it's it's preseason. Uh, we've got a bunch of different things going up. And as we get closer and closer, more and more things are opening up. And one of the most fun markets that started to be a little more popular last year is you could bet on players to have the highest average in certain things. Last year, Andy, I'm sure you remember, we backed Steph Curry to have the most points per game around 8-1. to one. That worked out very well. I don't have a most points per game wager for us, but there was another statistical category I liked. Most assists per game. If you go back and look at the last two seasons, this category has been dominated by Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, James Harden. Um, We did kind of have an outlier Draymond Green season last year. He got up to almost nine assists per game. Um, You had LeBron James's most assists last year at around 10.2. Trey Young, second at 9.3. Last year, second at 9.4. As I start to look at some of the changes in the NBA, the guys that can really compete, you know, and are generally around the top for this award, LeBron James and Russell Westbrook will be together sharing the basketball. I will be shocked if either one of them is going to have the opportunity and the usage needed to win this category. So I think I can cross them off. James Harden is the favorite to have most assists per game at plus 125. Uh, maybe, you know, again, it's similar to that Lakers situation. There's a lot of people that are going to need the ball. I don't think it's going to be a situation like Houston where he's bringing the ball down every play and is really kind of the center of what's going on. Kyrie Irving will need touches. Kevin Durant will need touches. I know Kevin Durant is a little more passive, especially during the regular season. But again, it's hard for me to see James Harden being the de facto leader that he needs to be. We look at Trey Young. 
Again, second in this category, the last two seasons around nine and a half assists. I think he has a chance to get that up to 10 at the very least, kind of keep it where it is. Again, like I said, all the other bigger guys are in different places. His team just continues to get better. That organization continues to build around him, bringing in shooters, bringing in defensive players, and bringing in guys who can finish on the pick and roll. I mean, we saw what him and Clint Capella were capable of last year, and I know the producer, Dan, is enjoying listening to me talk about this specifically, but I'll try to look forward to next year. He is pretty close to my favorite to win this award. As I start to look at my own numbers, I, ha- I would make this right around plus 200, maybe plus 300, depending as I shift some stuff around here. So at plus 600, you can find this at a couple places. It's as low as plus 400. Plus 400 is still worth a little bit of a play, but plus 600 looks very good to me. So Trey Young to have the most assists per game this year at six to one odds. Again, I would play this at five to one or four to one, not any lower than that though. Facilitating. That's the word I use for it. That's Gotta not a bad be a facilitator. He, I didn't. I thought he was going to be garbage. Honestly, it's. Uh, I don't ever want to compare anyone to Josh Allen, as far <laughs> as the turnaround. The turnaround that guy made, like no one's ever going to do that again. But he has improved so much from the guy we saw just chucking garbage threes in college. Like yeah, yeah, you 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 put up stats because you're a volume piece of shit ball hog. Like, I hate don't him. want to be a volume scorer. That is not a compliment. I hate. I hated him in college, and I didn't think he was going to translate. And honestly, it didn't look good to start, but he's really become probably a superstar at this point. So good for the Atlanta community and the Hawks and our prop. He led That's the right. The last two seasons yeah, have been yeah. good. He's been shooting less, passing more. They are, and they they did. You're right. He came in and they made him up to be this big guy. They actually gave up the opportunity to take Luka Doncic to get Trey Young, and um, it doesn't look like too crazy of a decision the last couple seasons. And Dan said he did leave the country in assists his year at Oklahoma. Yeah, it's because he constantly had the ball. He's got to pass it to somebody. <laughs> Can't shoot every time, but yeah, like some some of the Get shots tired. he took, his shot selection made me uh, leery of him. That was a fun team, but I just I hated. Maybe I just hated his hair. It's still just kind of gross hair, but he's grown on me. It was a lot of fun watching him in the playoffs, especially at the expense of the Knicks fans who are very, very happy after game two and very sad for the rest of the series. Uh, We'll close it with a big thank you to our sponsor, WinBet. Still got some fleeces left. These are first come, first served. And not only that, I've ordered them already. I only have limited sizes. So you might, you, you know, once we get to the end of this and you say, hey, I need an XL, I'll be like, I have mediums. You can get one for like your your niece or your girlfriend or something. So I am, uh, I'm running out of these, but if you use the BetSports code 1000, let me know. I will try to send you one that fits. Either way, BetSports fleece, free $1,000 risk free bets. Brown bag bets is out, Alex. That's it. We'll see you tomorrow for a win bet Wednesday. And then apparently an Andy golf banger. Banger, banger tomorrow.